I've lived in the city as long as I've served it. I've never switched jerseys. I've always remained Toronto. Loyalty is demanded and it's necessary to serve this seat. I've always given it 100% and it's time to say thank you, Toronto. That's our police chief, um, Saunders, who held a press conference yesterday to announce that he would be stepping down from the position at the end of July. Catherine McDonald from Global News. She's a crime reporter and she has been on this beat for a long time, joins the program right now. Catherine, this announcement seemed to drop out of nowhere. In hindsight, should we have seen it coming? No, I don't think so. I mean, we knew that uh, the chief only had uh, less than a year left on his contract, which was extended last summer. Uh, that being said, this was a critical time for the Toronto Police. It is a critical time, as uh, the Police Services Board has even said in the fact that they want to fill this quickly because they know that, uh, this, that at this point we need a, a chief in that position who can lead the city. Um, however, Mark Saunders says he's leaving at a good time. He says the, the Toronto Police Service is in a good place right now, and he feels that uh, he can step away knowing he's he's done his job. But I think a lot of people were surprised and just three days ago, four days ago on Friday, we saw him um, taking his going down on the knee with pro, uh, demonstrators at the protest. Um, and, and you know, I think he it, some people I've been talking to say, why, why would he stay for another summer when his term is almost up? And this is a summer where he's facing a lot of criticism, as you know, defunding of the police services now on the table. Um, there's also the, you know, Regis. Uh, Korczynski-Paquette issue that just happened where uh, police are being questioned about how they deal with mental health. Uh, and so he, he doesn't have to stay in this role and, and uh, really at a, at a time where he's uh, under scrutiny because he's almost done his term. So maybe he just decided it's, it's time to walk away, be with my family, take care of myself and enjoy the summer. Well, he did mention loyalty and this is a you know, when you look at loyalty and what the city needs, this is, could be one of the worst times to walk away if you're if you're trying to talk about uh, putting the job ahead of yourself. But hey, he's been in the job on the force for 37 years, so yeah, at the end of the day, the guy is human. He is. It doesn't look good to walk away at this point. Some senior officers I've been speaking with, they wonder if he has something else lined up. You know, he talks about mm. how he, this isn't the end of his career. You know, he. He's, not, he's retiring from the Toronto Police Service, but he has so much more to give. And he talks about wanting to work with, uh, you know, youth. And he says, uh, we have young black men killing other young black men. And he, he himself has a teenage son. So um, you, I wonder, and some people wonder if maybe he has a job lined up. Uh, last week, the premier spoke very, you know, very fondly of, uh, of um, Mark Saunders at a news conference. Uh, one former officer said maybe, maybe he has something lined up with, with uh, the province. So he takes the summer off and he starts a new job in September and he walks away from this very chaotic position at this point. Well, that's interesting that you said something, well, you know, something lined up with the province because he did kind of joke. Oh, yeah, I'm going into politics or maybe I'll go into politics. Um, any obvious heir apparent that you can um, put your finger on here? Because this is going to be it's such a pivotal time. People calling for change within the police force. This appointment will be under incredible scrutiny. Yeah, so they're, they're going to be looking for someone who is open to uh, change, who has a, an open mind, who's someone who, when we talk about defunding, may say, you know what, we can do more with less. And that discussion needs to happen. I was speaking to um, a senior officer yesterday who I'm going to keep off the record, and he basically said to me, you know, all the demonstrations we're seeing in the streets of Toronto and other cities, this is history in the making, and we've got to be able to pivot and evolve with what's happening. And if that means 
you know, uh, move, moving funding to other areas and, and look at different ways to respond to mental health, for example, that, then it's time to do that. So we need, we need as a forward thinker, someone who's progressive. Um, there are a number of deputy chiefs uh, right now that could be looked at, Peter Yuan, uh, Shauna Coxon, Jim Raymer, who's got more than 40 years on the job, so he would be an unlikely candidate. This is someone who's got to commit five years minimum. Uh, then there's Peter Slowly, who was looked mm-hmm. over during the last uh, um, appointment. He, he ended up going to Ottawa, and he's been there for less than a year. So that would be, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if Peter Slowly was interested in this job, given uh, that he's from Toronto. Um, and then they are going to be looking outside for sure. They're going to be looking at other um, chiefs from other areas who might be able to bring in some expertise. You know, when you said they'll be looking to somebody who can do more with less if it was a case of defunding, because when you talk about defunding the police, people think, oh, oh they're not going to pay for the police. Yes, you are. You're just going to take some of the money allotted, allotted over to the police force and bring it into other services so that they actually get a bit of a relief and maybe you deal with proactively problems before they actually arise. So do you, the whole concept of less with more, immediately I thought of a woman is there a possibility here that we'll see a woman at the head of the Toronto Police Services, um, similar to the that, RCMP? That is a that is a very uh, real possibility that they want a woman in that role. So yes, we have Deputy Chief Shauna Cox, and we also have a woman named Pauline Gray, who uh, really is sits right under the Mark Saunders. She's a former homicide detective. She's very well liked and uh, respected by her peers. Um, so that that's a possibility. At the end of the day, um, they. You know, bringing someone in from outside may not be the most popular choice, but right now they need the right person. You know, and mm-hmm. speaking of defunding, I was talking to um, Alok Mukherjee yesterday. I was speaking to Josh Matlow, who has proposed this motion to defund the Toronto Police. Their budget is one for this year is one point two two billion dollars. So a ten percent reduction is is one hundred and twenty two million. Um, you know, is it, that's a lot to take away. However, the thing is, is that that one point two two billion is one in every four tax dollars we give goes to Toronto Police. So Josh Matlow says that's you know, and we have no scrutiny. We can't look line by line at how that money is being spent. I know a lot of it goes to salaries, uh, and those you know, Mike McCormick would argue there's not a lot of extra money for um, other than the salaries. I mean, so it, it is going to take a very um, careful balancing act of how to make this work. But I think. The perception is it's time to stop uh, giving police more money. Every year they get more money. And Josh Matlow says, you know, everyone else is cutting back and, and their budget continues to balloon. And we can't continue to let that happen. Taxpayers and they'll and they'll argue, Catherine, that um, they don't have the police to go out to the calls that they're getting. And the argument for defunding is the is if you have money in social services, if you can um, uh, intervene before problems arise, then you won't have as many calls. So it is going to be a period of, um, I I would imagine, severe growing pains within the Toronto Police Force and within the community at large as we get, you know, as we start to look at, because it, it's just not working. Right. And Saunders probably thought, do I really want to go through this the next, you know, eight months when I can leave? And I've been told he has a six-month severance. So, you know, he ends his job at the end of July and he walks away and he gets paid till next year. And, and that may overlap with a new job that he hasn't told mm-hmm. us about. So for him, does he need that heartache? This is a really tough time to be the chief of the Toronto police. They're under a ton of scrutiny and people are critical of him to begin with uh, and have been over the years for his handling of MacArthur, for example, uh, the DeFonte Miller case, and now this Regis Korchinski-Paquette, which 
you know, mental health and dealing with mental health issues has always been a, you know, a difficult issue for Toronto police. They say that they've trained their officers, but, you know, those who uh, oppose the police answering these calls think it would be better to, to bring in experts, health experts, social, social service experts to de-escalate. Mm-hmm. And, and why do you send in police with guns when maybe it could be uh, dealt with in a peaceful way? I want to ask you, uh, before I let you go, what do you think Chief Saunders will be most remembered for? Hmm. I read, I've been reading a lot of comments online. Uh, you know, people uh, are saying, some people are joking, he's going to be remembered for bringing in the gray police car, which, as you, as you know, was a, <laughs> reversed. The stealth car? The, the, the squad car. He changed the color yeah. squad car from white to gray, and then, of course, they decided gray didn't work, so now they've gone back to white. Um, you know, I, I, I'm still grappling with what his legacy will be. Uh, from my point of view, um, great guy. I had a, he was a difficult man to deal with from a from the media perspective. I found that he was often quite defensive when I, I wasn't attacking him. And I, I really I think the new chief needs to be someone who media and dealing with the media should be a priority. Um, you know, we aren't here to attack the chief necessarily. We just want answers. And I often felt in a news conference when I asked a question, he was on the defensive. And uh, I thought, why? Why is he being so defensive? I'm not looking to get him upset. And he would often get upset uh, before I even had a chance to get the question out. Interesting. Catherine, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for having me.